everybody. It's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am here in Food Fan Headquarters with my good friend, Luis Serapio. He is the publisher of DescubreAsheville.com, Asheville's only multicultural, multilingual, uh, or bilingual uh, publication. And I've been lucky enough to be friends with Luis for a good number of years now, maybe five or six years now, Luis. And uh, proud to know you. Always fun to hang out with you. Oh, and I forgot to say this segment is the lunch, the new lunch buds segment where I just talked to somebody I had lunch with recently. And Luis, you are that somebody. How you doing? Right man? On, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure to have lunch with you. And I, I, I appreciate that you were a really good sport during the lunch. I think that uh, I, I really enjoyed the experience, actually. Good, really man. Um, a good sport. I like that you called me a good sport. Uh, now, Luis and I went to Thai Pearl over there in West Asheville on Haywood Road, as most things in West Asheville are. They're either on Haywood or Patton. And uh, it was awesome. I am already a fan of Thai Pearl. I think I gave them, either I nominated them or gave them an award in 2020 for best lunch. I really enjoyed a lot of lunch delivery from them in 2020. Um, and it's uh, run by Chef May, and she is an awesome person and one of Asheville's best chefs, and uh, and certainly has an amazing pedigree of cooking in Thailand for the yeah, Royal for Palace, sure. and has cooked under a James Beard-nominated chef and stuff like that. Luis, you actually know a little bit more about her and Thai yeah. Pearl than I do, because they are one of your clients with they scoop. Yep, indeed. Uh, well, what I know about Chef May Sujitra is that uh, well, that she does like to get people hot when they go there. And yes. uh, she was pressuring you to eat the <laughs> chilies on her uh, food. And I just think it's yes. funny because she does have that tendency. I have seen her doing that quite a bit. When we met, she did that to me. And she did make <laughs> me cry. That's what I was yes. laughing when that was happening to you because I see a pattern. She's always doing that. And... Yeah. Um, She's cruel. Let's just get cut to the chase. She's cruel. And like, she was like asking me at the beginning, do you like hot food? And I said, yeah, I like it pretty hot. And then I pointed to the menu and I said, not Thai hot though. And she said, oh, you're getting Thai hot. And I was like, all right. And the, we got the mango salad and that, that was the hottest dish. And she said, that was actually the papaya salad. The papaya salad, right. Um, yeah. Man, it's hot. It's pretty hot, man. It's like, I ate it all that day, actually. Not not when we were there, but I when I came home, that's what I have for dinner. Is the and you're right, man. It is pretty hot. Uh, I I do like it. I do like it a lot. Of um, course, it's delicious, and uh, she is funny. She'll sit there with this sort of, I don't know, smile on her face. Because she's waiting for your reaction. She, yes. she knows you. She's going to have a reaction from she me. She knows your face is about to turn bright red, and tears come out your eyes. Um, but uh, she did not kill us with heat on every dish by any means. And we had quite the array of dishes. Yeah, there were um, like five or six dishes there, as yeah, I remember. Had a flat noodle curry. Um, yeah. We had a, just a regular green curry with rice. Yep. We had a drunken... The onion noodles. rings that I was a big fan of. I kept the onion rings. <laughs> yeah, Luis couldn't stop eating those onion rings. Well, they were kind of special. They were red onions, for one thing. They were red onions, so yeah. they were kind of sweet, you're right. And I also really liked the dipping sauce that she gave us. Um, everything really was good, man. Truly, I, I like it all. I also believe we got drunken noodles. Yes, that was my favorite dish. Yeah, drunken noodles are very popular. I have had them there a few times. 
I and do you know like what, them. What was interesting is that Chef May told me that she makes the drunken noodles with these egg noodles, which I really like. I like egg noodles. And she said in Thailand, they eat it, they make it with spaghetti. But she knew oh, that. Yeah, in a, right. yeah, she said in a, she knew that Americans would think that was inauthentic. And I thought that was really funny that she had to change it from the way they actually make it to a way that she thought Americans would find more authentic. And uh, ain't that just the way it is in the world, right? Got to try to please people. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm a big fan of multiculturalism and food. And what I mean by that is, uh, yes, I love traditional foods, being from Mexico and also being from a part that is heavily influenced by Lebanese culture, I believe that I learned really soon to open up my mind to not, such a, to not be such a Puritan when it comes to foods. So I do like the mixture. I, of course, I always enjoy something that is very traditional as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I like to eat and I like to share <laughs> my meal with different cultures, really. I feel like there is some kind of a special bond that happens when you are eating with somebody that is from a different culture than you are. I agree, man. And I want to just back up uh, half a step and say that I really want to try it with the spaghetti, the way that she makes it. I would actually, later on in the day, I was thinking, gosh, I would love to have a special meal where Chef May cooks the way she would for herself. You know, like the whole meal is, because there were a couple of other things where she was like, well, back home, we do it this way, but here I do it this Mm -hmm. way. And, uh, or things that she developed for the menu. She even told us that uh, in Thailand, they don't actually eat a lot of deep fried food. And there were the onion rings right there. Cause she knows, mm-hmm. she knows where she is. She's in the South and she knows she's in America. Yeah, and uh, we love our deep fried stuff. Um, and she's such a pleasure to hang out with. Like, I was really happy she sat with us while yeah, we were eating. Yeah. She made it a dime and really she made a point to come and hang out with us. And uh, again, I, I do see that people that are into cooking, regardless of where they're from, they're so proud of what they're doing and they really want you to have an understanding of their okay. approach. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that she's had with us for a while too. Your audio broke up there for a minute and you turned into a robot. Um, oh, really? Can you yeah. hear me now? Yeah, um, it, was a, it seemed like a connection thing rather than a microphone thing. Interesting. Um, but uh, I think we got the gist of what you said, Luis. And speaking of multiculturalism, a really fun coincidence happened while we were in Thai Pearl. And that was you showed me a video of one of the chefs at uh, Mamacita's cooking a special taco. And yeah. then who should walk in the front door of Thai Pearl with his family? But yes. This very chef. So t- yeah. tell us about the the person, the taco, and then we'll go over the coincidence. Well, the guy that we run into and his wife, which she happened to recognize you, and I thought that was pretty cool yeah. that you do have a, a following within Latinos here in town. And of course, a lot of Latinos are involved in the food industry uh, and the restaurant industry. So that was cool to me to see that she came and say hi to us too. But uh, Francisco has been working for John Water from, Mamacita, from, from Mamacitas for a long time. And Francisco is from Puebla, which is where my father is from. And Puebla has a strong Lebanese community, immigrant community, and it has definitely influ- influenced the food there for the longest time. Francisco and his wife, they are not, are not Lebanese descent, 
but truly the, the culture and the food has been impacted so strongly that uh, he has a really great recipe for um, what we call tacos Arabes in Mexico. And that literally translates to Arab tacos. And that's because really the Lebanese are the ones that start cooking this. And it's basically like a shawarma, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, but it's made with pork instead of lamb. And it has a little bit of different spices. Not really. The salsa is what makes it different. But it's basically a Mexicanized shawarma. Or shawarma is what I'm not really sure. Yeah. I say, I say shawarma. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Maybe it's me neither, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I try my best <laughs> to pronounce yeah, things right. We all do. I do like to eat it. <laughs> yes, I love um, it. I love shawarma, and that always makes me think of Gypsy Queen, who makes a mm-hmm. good shawarma and um, a really good shawarma. One and, of my favorite restaurants in West Asheville, for sure. Yeah, and so <laughs> we're uh, we're sitting there in Thai Pearl. You show me a video of Francisco making this taco at Mamacitas. Another one of your clients is Mamacitas, and. Um, and then who should walk in the door but friends, but Francisco, his wife, and a new baby, and I think somebody some wasn't somebody else with them too. Yeah, I think so. A friend of them, I think. Right, and then um, his wife recognizes me because she used to work at a Bejas, and I go in there so often with my mom. And then I write about it, and she saw that that was happening, and so she was always saying to the Bejas owners like that's that's Stu Helm he's back with his mom and then so that was great to meet her and meet him and then they were there of course because you had been talking about Thai Pearl that's what they said yeah and so came to see if he was true (laughs) yes came to see if it was true that's right that's exactly what he said and man what a great experience what a great Asheville food experience to be sitting there with you meeting chef or not meeting I'd met her before but sitting with chef May and then meeting Francisco and his family. And yeah, man. Yeah. That's I what think I love that about this town is that it's small enough that it has a small town feel to it, but it's big enough that it does have layered multiculturalism and a lot of really great food as a result, yeah. you know, bringing well, it sure. always back. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, bringing it back to food, let's just say that the whole meal was fantastic. Like you and I pounded down as much as we could. We took a bunch home. I absconded with all of the drunken noodles and I cooked those up for dinner the next day. And one thing about those drunken noodles is they had a uh, fried egg on top, which I thought. Yeah, I noticed that. A day for that. And it was fried in a particular way in a pan with a lot of oil and then basted in the hot oil. So it was crispy on the outside, but it wasn't like burnt, you know, how like burnt mm. eggs can taste really bad, like tin foil almost. But um, these were crispy on the, it was, it was great. So a, gr- a great lunch, a great experience. And we shot a video while we were there for you, Luis. Yeah. We just, we've got about 10 more minutes to talk. So if you want sure. to talk about what you're doing with Descubre these days, I know you got some change Definitely. in mind. Right on. So Descubre Asheville, I believe that it has run its course. I believe that um, uh, what I was trying to do with Descubre Asheville, I think I, I have been able to accomplish it. But at the same time now, the next step is, is about to turn into AshevilleMulticultural.com. And the reason for that to me is very simple. I am of a multicultural background. My family on my mom's side is from Cuba to Mexico. And on my dad's side, 
I'm pretty, you know, I have some Lebanese blood as well. My kids were born here in Asheville. Their mom is from New York. Their grandfather is from England. He lives here. They're very close to the grandfather. And I also feel that, um, I don't know. I mean, I have been fortunate to travel around the world. And I, like I was telling you, I noticed that food is always something where when people from a different culture and you're visiting their country invite you to eat at their house, I find it to be very special. Um, I, I do find that, you know, we do have different tastes and foods, but I just feel that when you are invited to somebody's house and they do offer you their food, it's something that it's, to me, it speaks of brotherhood. And, um, and, and I don't know, I guess really like that's, that's the reason why I started creating content around food. And now for me, Asheville Multicultural is going to showcase Asheville in not only beyond food. I have already worked in um, collaboration with a lady from Argentina. She's an artist in the Ribera District. So she's going to be producing content with me that has to do with the arts scene. I also have a friend of mine named Mark, Mark Harmon. He's from Germany. He lived in Mexico in Chiapas for eight years. He's married to a Mexican lady here. He's also an artist. And I also know uh, Frederic Payet. Frederic, Frederic Payet is from France. He's from Paris. And he's also an artist here. So um, that I'm going to be talking quite a bit about the art scene, but more than likely, Julieta Fumber from Argentina is going to be helping me mostly with that. Um, I also want to be going outdoors. I feel like um, it's a beautiful area here. And now that there is somewhat of an audience that is following what I'm doing, I want to make it wider. So the, the slogan is changing to a degree, but it's still going to be heavily uh, showing food. So it's actualmulticultural.com, food, fun, festivals, and lifestyle. I feel like uh, that will be more um, interactive and it really will expose more things than food, even though food will remain being one thing that I, I'm going to be producing quite a bit. So, yeah, man, that's what I'm doing, Asheville Multicultural, now. Well, that's great. I think that's a great move, man. AshevilleMulticultural.com. Is the website already up? It, well, not officially. Yeah, okay. we've, been, we've been playing with it. We've been tweaking it. We, it we're almost done. I am projecting that my launching date it is March 9, March 15 by the latest. We're almost there. I will say that we are 80% ready. But you know how that is. I'm yes. sure that even when, even on the day that we launch, we're gonna find out a way to do something else. Oh yeah. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, to me and to everyone that is familiar with websites, that is always a work in progress. It's, you're never done. That's great. There's always something that you can do. That's and, uh, absolutely true. Oh, websites are a never ending thing. For one thing, they're always changing the way that you interface with them and stuff. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's a really great move. Um, they scuba Asheville. Uh, served its purpose, as you said, but I think mm -hmm. that opening it up to be multicultural Asheville is just a, it, it's in keeping with what your mission has been all along and just takes it to that next level. And I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, the changes on the website and your content as well. And it sounds thank like you, you thank you. people working with you. But Luis, I want to talk about something a little more serious. Cool. Go for it, man. You told me there's a new hot dog place coming. Oh, yeah, man. In fact, you know, that's funny you're saying that because today, uh, more than likely sometime in this afternoon, I am going to post a video. I, I do work with another guy and myself 
we've been editing quite a bit of video. And I do actually, after I talk to you, I happened to run uh, into him like about a few minutes later. And I had just mentioned him to, uh, to you. And then uh, he told me the name of the place. And so it's going to be called Asheville Dogs. And he's going to have a website, AshevilleDogs.com, is what I believe he said. Um, so I, I am going to be releasing a video, hopefully by tonight, where I actually address you. Oh, <laughs> like, really? I'm okay. I'm going to put it on social media, more than likely Instagram. I'll okay. make a story there. Right. And his name is Adolfo Tolar. And Adolfo Tolar is from Venezuela. I actually have not met this guy until this time when I made this video. I have heard about him through Macario Jimenez, owner of Sabora. Okay. And he is the one that had told me about this guy. And uh, long story short, after I left you, I told you that I was going to go to see Patty Signs, Pupuseria Patty, and Macario. We were going to shoot another video. Or I was going to be shooting another video with them. And there happens to be the guy with the hot dogs. Not selling hot dogs just yet, but uh, he just happened to be there. And he came and talked to me. And I said, well, let's make a brief video. And then I just, um, yeah, I talked about him briefly. And I said, hey, it's to hell. You see this guy, blah, 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 blah. I know you do your uh, uh, punk hot dogs this year. Yeah. I'm sure he's interested. So, yeah, man. All right. Well, I love that news. Some multicultural um, hot dogs coming to Asheville, gourmet style. And Oh, I'm you're breaking up again, Luis. I don't know what's up with your connection. I didn't even know you. Oh, and now you're froze, freeze-framed on my Yeah, Zoom. that's what he was telling me. I'm, I'm sorry Breaking up, Luis. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm going to say, say goodbye. Can you hear me now? I can. So let's let's wrap it up and say cool. goodbye. And thanks for joining me. Uh, we right will, on, Bo. And we're, we've got lunch plans for, or dinner plans for this Friday at Sabora Food Truck. So I'll see you on Friday. All right, brother. Thank you very much. I'll Thank see you, you later. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye.